WVOW Local News, now. Monday marked 52 years since the Buffalo Creek flood, and residents gathered at the Buffalo Creek Memorial Library to remember so many lost to the worst disaster in Logan County history. I'm Bob Fields. More on this story from WVOW's Aaron Stone. Charlie Houck is now the director of public relations for the Little General stores, but 52 years ago, he was a 24-year-old second lieutenant with the 107th Armed Cavalry for the Army National Guard. This is back when he was called into duty at Buffalo Creek. So I had two pairs of underwear, one pair of fatigues. I thought I'd be here two days, maybe. Didn't know anything other than there'd been a flood. And, and as a second lieutenant, I had 30 men roughly under me. They were told to go to Brush Fork Armory and they were trucked up here. I drove my car and came up here. So I'm by myself, I report to the sheriff. They put me in a deputy's car and brought me out to Buffalo Creek. I see a couple of my men, so I ask the deputy to stop, let me out. <coughs> I walk maybe 50 yards, and I look to my left in the brush, and there's a deceased little boy. So Charlie Hout goes from thinking it's a minor flood to all of a sudden a witness of mass destruction and devastation. How can his men spend 11 days at the head of Buffalo Creek conducting rescues or recoveries? He said the power of the water was indescribable as he witnessed train rails wrapped around a tree like spaghetti. Community members gathered at the Buffalo Creek Memorial Library at Mann on Monday for the annual ceremony to commemorate the event known as simply Buffalo Creek. They read the names of the 125 killed by the flood and shared stories of the aftermath. At approximately 8 o'clock the morning of February 26, 1972, a coal slurry impoundment dam owned by Pittston Coal Company failed and released 132 gallons of water, coal refuse, and silt down the narrow valley. Black water with waves cresting over 30 feet destroyed upwards of 17 communities. Approximately 1,121 were injured. More than 4,000 of the 5,000 Buffalo Creek residents left homeless. A total of 500 houses, over 40 mobile homes, and nearly 30 businesses all destroyed in what Pittston Coal called an act of God. Even refused to accept responsibility for its negligence, state and federal investigations ruled that the flood was caused by unwarranted construction of coal waste. Back in 1972, Barbara Brunty was 22 when the flood happened. Says it's good to remember those lost no matter the pain. And it still affects you, it, you know, for the lot. Uh, storms really bother me, still yet. And it wasn't even storming that morning. <laughs> but the thunder, the lightning, the wind, I still am uncomfortable. Buffalo Creek has since been rebuilt, but the community will never be the same, and it will never be what it once was, and will forever be remembered as one of the worst mining-related disasters of all time. For WVOW Radio, I'm Aaron Stone. Medical emergencies are never expected. They just happen. And when they do, it's critical to know that the skilled emergency medicine specialists and advanced diagnostic technologies at Logan Regional Medical Center are nearby. With imaging, laboratory, and surgery services close, you have access to all the resources you need for high-quality emergency medical care. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well. Live well. That's why we're here. For more information, visit LoganRegionalMedicalCenter.com. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. 
On the Tuesday edition of Metro News Hotline, we'll take a look back at WVU's basketball battle at K-State. Dave Bryan on the Steelers and more at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Anthony Lewis joins me to talk about the Mountaineers and more at 5. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, interrupt, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Plans to reopen a portion of Logan Boulevard tomorrow. Route 10 in Logan is expected to open Wednesday after heavy equipment crews worked to remove rock and debris from the roadside, according to a news release from the West Virginia Department of Transportation. The work follows a rock slide that occurred on February 17th, injuring one person and blocking traffic. Logan County Commission hears warnings from the public as fears arise surrounding the Buffalo Creek Sewage Treatment Plant. Members of the Buffalo Creek PSD, as well as members of the community, appeared before commissioners last Tuesday to voice their concerns about the outdated sewage treatment facility in Buffalo Creek. According to Buffalo Creek PSD General Manager Herbie Pruitt, the sewer plant has outlived its years. It's day by day. Uh, every day it's, it's like a heartbeat. Vitals uh, are uh, going lower and lower. Uh, we begin to fix problems. Another problem will uh, arise. It's in a condition to where uh, an emergency uh, could happen, and uh, it could happen at any time. Uh, it would affect several people. Estimates place the lifespan of a sewer plant at around 20 years. The Buffalo Creek plant has been in operation for nearly 50 years. According to Pruitt, the grant applications for funding an upgrade of the plant could take two years, he says the plant doesn't have that long. Currently, the Buffalo Creek sewer plant sees between 1.2 to 1.3 million gallons, nearly twice the plant's capacity. Reverend Michael Pollard spoke on behalf of the community. He tried to make clear the level of crisis Logan County could face. We are looking at a potential of an environmental catastrophe that would make that chemical <clears throat> spill in the Kanoa River look like nothing. Now, according to Reverend Pollard, if the plant fails, it would dump raw sewer into the river, affecting the environment of every community downstream from Ritta to Logan, Chapmanville, Huntington, and further south. Pollard says the county needs to act now. It's one of the worst environmental disasters on the East Coast, and it's going to bring, to a certain extent, a lot of unwanted attention to us. Right now, I think what we're doing is playing, you know, the old game guacamole. Guacamole works okay, but when the sewer plant goes down, we're going to have a nightmare scenario working here. The next Logan County Commission meeting is set for March 4th. Operation RIP Potholes has now patched 22,550 potholes along more than 3,700 miles of road, according to the DOH. Roadways receiving repairs today include West Virginia 85 and Riverside Road in Boone County, Tuppers Creek Road, Thoroughfare Road, and Rutledge Road in Kanawha County, US 60 and West Virginia Route 10 in Cavill County, West Virginia Route 16 in Fayette County, West Virginia 12 in Greenbrier County, West Virginia 13 in McDowell County, Hackett Ridge Road in Mercer County, US 119 in Raleigh County, and West Virginia 97 in Wyoming County. A Veterans Service representative will be at the Veterans Resource Center in Hen Lawson this week. The VSR will assist anyone with filing a claim, checking a claim status, or for family in need of assistance for their veteran. A Health Care for Homeless Veterans representative from the Herschel Woody Williams VA Medical Center will also be available to assist with health care and non-health care eligible veterans facing homelessness. These resources will be available between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. at the Hen Lawson Vet Center on Wednesday. For more information, contact Quincy Nelson at 304 752 
The West Virginia Division of Natural Resources and the Logan Board of Education are hosting a traditional hunter education class next month. The course is set for March 11th and 12th at the Ralph R. Willis Career and Technical Center at Three Mile Curve. It's a 10-hour course with lecture, hands-on examination, and written examination. All students must be at least 10 years old by March 12th. The class runs 4 o'clock to 9 o'clock each day. The West Virginia State Police are conducting a sobriety checkpoint Thursday evening in Logan. The checkpoint will take place between 8 o'clock and 2 o'clock Thursday morning at Deskin's Edition. An alternate checkpoint has been designated as West Virginia 73. The checkpoint's primary focus is DUI enforcement. However, police will be enforcing all driving infractions. And Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College hosted Better Together, a black history event on Logan campus on Monday. Attendees witnessed a diverse array of performances and presentations from poetry readings to artwork as well as literature by local authors and a heartfelt tribute to the late coach Tootie Carter. One presentation, performed by Minister Christopher Jimerson, was a poignant rendition of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Southern and the West Logan Christian Academy also honored remarkable individuals with the prestigious Good Human Award. This year's deserving recipients include Dr. Anitra Ellis, Cora Harrison, Mark Peanut Hampton, Jada Hunter, and Larry Happy Saunders. The public event served as a celebration of unity, diversity, and the enduring legacy of black history in America. Part of that history is the songs that were sung by enslaved people in times of unbridled hardship. When waters were rough and futures uncertain, hope and light was found in music and song. Here's Pastor Sherman Jones and Layla Williams performing the spiritual song, Wade in the Water. Local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device with the WVOW mobile app. Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Yeah, we're going to look for a couple of scattered showers and storms today. Hit and miss style, 70 degrees, a little blustery, and then it stays breezy overnight. The low near 60, really warm. Wednesday, we have a line of storms that will drive through ahead of a cold front. It's a sharp cold front. There could be some strong, possibly severe storms briefly, really quick. 64 for the high. Then the temperature drops. By Wednesday night, 24. Thursday, quiet mid-40s. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Hi, Toppy Kirchival from Talkline on Metro News. Coming down to the last two weeks of the legislative session, more important than ever to keep track of what's happening, and we will do that on Talkline. 
And on Wednesday and Thursday of this week, we'll be broadcasting live from the upper rotunda of the state capitol at the AARP broadcast location. So keep up on what's happening under the Golden Dome on TalkLine right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then.